Good evening, everybody. We are just 15 days away from Immortal 7 Live from the New Orleans Superdome in in New Orleans, Louisiana, the biggest pay-per-view in RAWF history, just 15 nights away. Let me bring on my co-host, the legendary... Ladies and gentlemen, he is El Vacant. Good evening, El Vacant. Como esta, mi amigo? And I, of course, Lord Amadeus, the president and CEO of RAWF in the game we all know and love as a wrestler, Unstoppable. And this is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and I, I have to, El Vacant, I, I'm tired. I'm worn out, but I'm still excited. We are only just two weeks away from the biggest pay-per-view in R.A.W.F. history, and that literally is going to be the biggest pay-per-view. Just I'm 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 tingling. That's how excited I am. Uh, How are you? Are you getting ready for Immortal? How are you preparing? Well, I mean, I've been you know I've been trying to you know you know work out and bulk up a little bit. Got to be on my best game for Immortal because you never know what could happen. You know, someone could trip and fall down backstage, and I'm going to be ready to jump right in at that spotlight if you need me. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, don't forget, the taco trucks will be all around the stadium, right? Well, true, but I don't have to be buff for that. In fact, actually, they, they actually are like, like anti-buff. Oh, yeah, exactly. Especially with those chalupas of greatness. I got to tell you, those... Oof. Jeez, those are huge. Those are huge. Yeah, no doubt about it. They take a take a while. Uh, I I take it I take it you took down took down all those we have Corona signs. See see business picked right up. It was pretty good. <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. Ah, uh, so as I said, fifteen days away from the biggest pay per view. And so, to be honest with actually, you, I did this new thing and it's working out really well. Yeah. So on the taco trucks. I, I put speakers on all of them, and now they drive uh-huh. around neighborhoods playing La Cucaracha, and people just run out, hold it like waving dollar bills. <laughs> all righty then. That's uh, that's 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 awesome. That that sounds like a great uh, way to to sell sell chalupas. But at anywho, let's get back to Immortal Seven, fifteen nights away. And literally the biggest pay-per-view because we have a probably the biggest tournament in R.A.W.F. history, certainly the largest payout uh, in R.A.W.F. history in this year's Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, which, by the way, right now has been joined by 131 people, 132, excuse me, 132 people in the, the Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. So this is literally going to be the biggest tournament in RAWF history. And then the main event at Immortal 7 is literally, in my opinion, the biggest match in RAWF history. Triple threat match. 
World Heavyweight Championship and Platinum Dragonship Championship both on the line. Winner takes all. And arguably the three greatest superstars in REWF history are participating. You have the reigning champion holding both the titles, World and Platinum, Mithras the title machine. You have the immortal Griffith, a multi-time world champion and probably the most decorated champion in REWF history. And then you have the paragon of greatness who himself is not far behind Griffith when it comes to accolades in R.A.W.F. and N.W.U. in general. Uh, El Vacant, since we heard about this match last week, I've gotten nothing but, I mean, the ticket sales have gone up. Uh, the, the Superdome is sold out. Pay-per-view buy rates are off the charts. This literally is going to be one of the most watched match in R.A.W.F. history. Your thoughts? After having a week to sit on and think about about the the enormous the enormity of this match. Oh, that's a word for it, the enormity. I mean, you have you have three of the biggest stars uh, this company has ever seen, all going in the ring to come out with the two biggest titles this this industry has ever seen. I mean, I, how do you put how do you even put price on that ticket? Like you people are people should be giving you like firstborn children. <laughs> it's it's going to uh, no doubt. I'm going to make. For the record, I am not the firstborn child. I have two older brothers, so I can't give you me. Oh, that's 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 unfortunate. I, but at any who, with that being said, I mean, if you want uh, Pablo, I could bring him. He he would no. probably enjoy. No. No no no, that's fine. But I mean, that is going to be the. I, I would you agree with me? Biggest match in RAWF history. The two greatest t- titles, singles titles in WU on the line, and arguably the three greatest superstars in REWF history. I'm sorry. Okay. What? What? I heard something. Someone said something about Doritos. I got distracted. <sighs> okay. Look, out Never in the mind. chat, this Paragon, he's eating Doritos. Oh, my God. All right. Let's get this show back on track. That is, we'll talk more about that match as the program goes on. Uh, other matches at Immortal 7. The card is stacked from top to bottom. Uh, Lady Vex Diablo to defend the national championship against Nightcrawler. Uh, the Cougar will defend her estrogen title against this month's Biatch of the Month, uh, Mistress Vagina Muscles Europa, uh, whatever you want to call her. Uh, the Scourge of the Black Pearls, a good name, another good name. Uh, but those two will clash for the Etrigan title at Immortal 7. These de- to, to defend the Fubar City Championship against RAWF Hall of Famer John Taylor. Uncle Frank will defend his Midnight Hobo Championship against Anarchy's Beast. Triple Crown Championship, these will be challenged by the unsettled Chris Cage and Crazy Mama. Uh, Crazy Mama already with two titles to her name. Of course, we know Dee's has quite his share of championships right now. The most 832 by the last Mithras count. Pretty damn close. Uh, Fagina will also defend her multimedia championship against RAWF Hall of Famer Money Sue. Powerball Championship. uh, Teflon Sheik will defend against Fagina. Fagina is going to be very busy at Immortal. Three big matches for her at Immortal. 
These, and this just in, these will be defending the Supreme Fighter Championship against former champion Claymore. Uh, so a rematch from uh, Unyielding. And, of course, these two have a long history. These two do not like each other. And Claymore wants to get back some gold. He lost a lot of gold over here the last couple months. He wants to try to get get that one back. Uh, and we'll if have more. Mark Wildfire to come to ringside. Other matches to be announced next week, as far as title matches go, let's take a look at some of the other big matches on the card. Fubar City Street Fight. This is technically the third fall of a three, two out of three falls. Fubar City Street Fight between Judgment and your boy Blaze McCoy. Uh, Blaze's team defeated Judgment's team a couple weeks ago to, uh, and Blaze will be on here tonight to name the stipulations when he takes for when he takes on Judgment at Immortal 7. In a Pandora's box of fun match, it'll be the Joker Mark Caliber taking on the Paragon of Greatness. Uh, in a grudge match, it'll be two RAWF Hall of Fame ladies, Davila and Bubs, going at it. In a high-voltage steel cage, Dr. Hogster Bunny, Bun, Bundy, Hogster Bunny, Hogster Bundy to take on well, Namia, the, the Mistress of Dark. In uh, a last man standing match, it will be Claymore versus Wildfire. Claymore looking to end the curse. He will either end the curse of Wildfire or he will have to lose his mask. Hmm. Interesting. Also, a triple threat lumberjack match between a member of the Renegades, a member of the Violent Rejects, and a mem- member of the Wolfpack. Uh, will be happening at Immortal. This is a for see this is for bragging rights who is the best uh, stable. Uh for the Violent Rejects you have the Hawkster. For the Renegades you have Sweet Haven or Slashy, sorry, he's just Slashy. Uh and for the Wolfpack Nick Nitroglycerin and it will be a triple threat lumberjack match with members of all three factions surrounding the ring when these three go at it. And then finally, one match I am very much looking forward to. Uh, Teflon Sheik opened mouth, inserted foot when he decided what he was talking shit about is facing a gauntlet of some of his biggest detractors, uh, Luigi Mario, Papa Shaker, and Turnup. He has to run that gauntlet, but because he was talking so much crap, because he was talking so much shit. I decided to go out there and add an extra little stipulation to this match. If he does not beat all three people, he gets to be an R.A.W.F. janitor for a month. I love it. He gets to mop and sweep and clean toilets, tear down the ring. Uh, I might even let he, I might even have him clean out Judge's trash can. We know that that's how that how you know, you know those that, trucks all have grease traps. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, I might. I'm you know that's that's true. Although technically they're not RAWF, so uh, you know, I I I, I might ask. We, we, we'll, 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 talk, we'll we'll discuss terms. How's that sound? Uh, I, I but yeah, that. tough one, Sheik, to take on Luigi Mario, Papa Shaker, and and turn the tur, and turn up. Uh, three of his biggest rivals here, or three of his biggest uh, uh, people that he's been jawing with as of late. So right now, that is all we have for Immortal 7. 
Uh, more to come. We'll have more announcements of those match of what matches later. Let me go check real quick on a couple of the tournaments running around. Let's take a look at the Arsehole of the Month, the winner to face the Immortal Griffith at Immortal 7 for uh, the Men's Championship. Right now, the Hawks, the Hawkster is looking is waiting on a match between Dees and Claymore uh, to see who he will face in the finals of the Arsehole of the Month. So, uh, it will either be Dees looking for his sixth RIWF championship, Claymore, again, looking to gain some more gold, or the Hawkster, who was this close to becoming uh, the number one contender to the World Heavyweight Championship a couple of weeks ago. So one of those three will face the Immortal Griffith for the men's championship at Immortal 7. Let's take a see. Let me peek here at the... Uh, extra points tournament and see if that's even close to being done. Oh, it is. It's, we're in the quarterfinals of the extra points tournament. Mithras taking on the Razor. Paragon of Greatness taking on the Immortal Griffith in a somewhat immortal preview. Uh, you have the Mark, you have Mark Caliber taking on Judgment, and you have Big F and Hitman taking on John Taylor. One of those eight men will gain an extra 25 bonus rankings points. In their points total. All right. Speaking of rankings, El Vacant, I gave you, sent you the sheet. You have it. You did. It's it's true. Is it that time? It is that time. Go for it, sir. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> so this is uh, the, the the first rankings we're going to read off for for this one. It's only taking into account the first three. Count them one, two, three. Uno, tres uh, matches. So, you know, we got a long way to go. Uh, there's, there's nine more matches that, that, you know, have to happen here. So uh, let's see where we are early enough in here. Okay, in 25th place, we have uh, the Joker himself, Mark Caliber. In 24th place, we have a clickety-clack, it's a hobo attack. That's right, it's hobo Ezekiel in 24th place. In 23rd place, we have our current White Lightning champion, Nightcrawler. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I didn't see him out there tonight. Is he out there? I don't. I don't think he's here this week. <clears throat> don't, don't think because he's not here. You can sit on. Uh, you can have Coog sit on your lap. I don't. I don't. Look, so, what he doesn't know doesn't hurt me. You know, there's such a thing as listening to the replay. Just saying. Right. Okay. So in 22nd place, we have soon-to-be maskless Claymore. Uh, in 21st place, we have our national champion, Lady Vex. In 20th place, we have our current men's champions, Mr. Ego Man. I, I mean, Immortal Griffith. Uh, in 19th place, we have the Agent of Hate. It makes him sound like he's like some official government guy, doesn't he? Like the Agent of Hate, or or maybe like some Bond villain. Like the like Hate is like should have dots between each letter. Uh, okay, sorry, uh, I can t- I, I digress. All right, in 18th place, we have Spectacular. Is that like a vampiric spatula? Like what what is that Spectacular? I don't. I don't know. Okay, whatever. All right. In 17th place, we have Magnificent Michael. I, who? who? Okay, is this right? I don't I don't know who that is. It's right? You're just looking at me. Okay, I guess it's right. All right. Um, in 16th place, oh, look at this. In 16th place, we have Evil Angel Page. Good for you, Pagey girl. All right. In uh, 15th place, we have, oh, the Hawkster. He's, he's, he's getting in there up there. All right. In 14th place, we have our current Hatfield and McCoy champion, the Mancunian Maniac. 
I'll just say that again because someone that's going to come on air later is going to say it wrong. It's Mancunian. Okay. All right. And then in 13th place, we have MTC. I don't know what that stands for, but apparently he's it, in 13th place. It stands for Matt the Crack. Yes. That's not Matt any better. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but that I is. I mean, I guess name. I asked. I, I guess I yeah. asked. Yep. All right. In 12th place, we have Prince. I love his music, but I thought he died. Wrong Prince. We've Wrong. been over this. Well, I mean, there's a lot of them, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. In 11th place, we have, I, I love this name. It's just fun to say. Bony Jiggles. It's just, it's just fun to say. All right. All right. In 10th uh, place, we have Bruce the Shark. In 9th uh, place, we have, I'm going to get away with it. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, in ninth place, we have uh, Redneck Avenger. Uh, in 8th in pl- place, we have the Superstars and Hormonal Champion, Crazy Mama. Look at that gore. In uh, seventh place, we have, oh, yeah, he's one of my favorites. We have our current estrogen champion, Ola Cougar. Congratulations on seventh place. On sixth place, we have our, okay, hold on. <gasps> Fubar City Triple Crown Supreme Fighter Champions Choice Champion, Beast. Okay, that was, a, I had to take a big breath. Okay, right. two things, In, two things real quick. Two things before you you finish this off. It's, I'm, I've been informed it's not Matt the Crack, it's Matt the Cack. Without it's, that it's makes even less sense, but okay. I know. And then it's not Bruce the Shark; it's Killer Neptune. Continue. Isn't that what I said? I, I don't know. I just figured you usually call him Bruce the Shark, so because he's Bruce the Shark. No, that's, um, anyways, moving on. Moving on. Then. Okay. Uh, in fifth place, we have uh, Zyberlinks. He's look. The guy can wrestle. I can't make heads or tails of anything else he does, but I have to admit that he can wrestle. Uh, in fourth place, we have the man who needs no introduction, but uh, but I'm going to say his name anyway. He's the Great Red Dragon. In third place, we have our current Powerball champion and soon to be a, our the greatest janitor we've ever seen since 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 Mr. R.A.W.F. over there, uh, Teflon Sheik. In uh, second place, we have our World and Platinum Dragon champion, Mithras. And in first place, we have our Saturday Night champion, Paragon of Greatness. And as you said, Elevated, it is extremely early. These rankings will change because it is only one quarter of the way through. This is three out of the 12 matches. It's for one of the longest seasons we normally do is 12, and this will be a long one. So this, this top 25 is probably not nearly indicative of how it's going to end up. But, yes, that some some new names getting seeing themselves uh, – on the list here tonight, and uh, some names we haven't seen for a while, and you know, then of course, uh, ones that we always see. So, but we will find out. We will find out what happens. That's uh, moving along, uh, but we still have a long way to go. All right. So, Immortal Seven, the Xanther to Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, ladies and gentlemen. It is the biggest one we've ever had, the biggest one we've ever held right now at 132 people in the tournament. Real quick, the payout to the winner, 100 million coins, 5,000 wrestler bucks, a company, a nameplate, a promo pick, a trading card, and an entrance video. That is, that is by far the most any winner of this Anthro the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament will have ever taken home. And... uh Yeah, 
There you go. That is that's that that is what it is. And you can go and click on the link to the Xanthus Platinum Dragon Tournament to see all the total payouts. It's a total payout of two hundred and sixty million coins, twelve thousand wrestler bucks, eight companies, four nameplates, two promo picks, and an entrance video. Wow. And like I said, 132 people already signed up for it, L Vacant. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure what the record is, but that's got to be getting close. I think maybe the record was in the 140s. So we're, we're getting kind of close there, and we still have two weeks to go. So I'd like to see 150 just, to, just because that would be cool. I mean, it kind of would. Yeah, it would. Absolutely. All right. With that being said, let's get back to the, the 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 big match though, the triple threat for the world heavyweight and platinum dragon champions, respectively. Uh, oh yes. Do man. you have Do you have a prediction on that one, already? I I don't even know where to begin. Um, I mean, other than they're gonna knock the house down. I agree. It's going to be it's going to be highly competitive. We should be talking to at least two of the three participants tonight uh, on the program. So looking very forward. But first, we got to go around the horn to our GMs, uh, RAWF GMs. Let's start with our ultimate gauntlet GM. He is the one and only. to do to you. Uh, it's going to be a big night for you two weeks from tomorrow. 
All right, we continue on with our Powerball GM. He is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Powerball GM, The Razor. Good evening, Razor. Good evening, L.A. So the news uh, coming out of the Powerball division is not who – well, I mean, it is who won the Powerball tournament. We are, I already announced that earlier. It will be vagina muscles challenging the tough one cheek. Uh, but uh, there's some additional action going on over in the division that uh, you want to go ahead and, and talk about and tell us what's going on. Yeah, uh couple weeks ago i i asked the roster uh I, I did a survey on who might want to get a hold of teflon or get their hands on them and i uh, had seven people step up and answer the call well as you know i'm not too happy with teflon being the champion in my division but there's nothing i can do about that but I can make Teflon's life miserable. So I'm going to give him a seven-man gauntlet to run through. His opponents will have the first move. And if he can pull out the wins in these matches, he can earn 25,000 coins. If not, the opponents will. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's, it's a good deal for a good deal all the way around. You give you make Teflon's life hell, as I'm hoping to do so after Immortal for a month. When make him clean the toilets. And someone's playing the what the who's got the accordion? Yeah, that now? What was that? I have no idea. But at any who. Uh so good deal, Razor, good deal. Good job keeping Teflon on his toes, and that's exactly what I see. I want him to be busy. I want him to be tired. Going into Immortal Seven, so that not only does he lose the Powerball Championship to Vagina Muscles, he also uh, has to be the RAWF janitor for a month. I might, you know, might have to. Well, I don't know if I if you want him cleaning your office, but what you know, maybe. Would you Would you like a list of the people that are going to be in the gauntlet? Oh yes, I'm sorry, that would be a good idea. Why don't you tell us who all is in that gauntlet? We have Psy, Mark Caliber, Nightcrawler, Mithras, <laughs> Hot Cheese, Redneck Avenger, and Dees. Hmm. There's some tough names in there. Some tough names. And so, well, we'll see what happens. Teflon's got, a, got his hands full. Uh, definitely. Definitely in over in the Powerball division and Eddie Mortal. All right, Razor, thank you very much. Anything else you'd like to add? Oh, sir, that's all I have right now. All right. 
Thank you very much. And let's see here. I'm going to bring on our Hatfield and McCoy GM and see if he has anything to uh, does he have anything to report? Gentlemen, Hatfield McCoy GM, Mr. R.E.W.F. himself, Judgment. Judge, anything to report coming out of the Hatfield McCoy division? Yes, we do have something to report. Good evening. Good evening, L. Bacon. Um, coming out of Hatfield McCoy, well, you know the champion. You know our, our champion, uh, Mancumian Mediac. Um, he's going to be facing. We 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 have a winner of the. McCoy division now in Viberlinks. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Eddie Mortal, that title, it's going to line. Kumian Maniac versus Zyberlink for the Hatfield McCoy Championship. Ah, very nice. All right. So that's a, that's an announcement made right here. It will be the Mancunian Maniac versus Zyberlinks for the Hatfield and McCoy Championship. All right, thank you, Judge, very, very much. Uh, anything else to report from the Hatfield McCoy division? Uh, you're going to be getting your new your new round your new matches uh, should be starting out probably tomorrow evening or Monday, depending on if I feel like it. All right, thank you, Judge. Next on the list is last. And next, but certainly not least, last, but certainly not least, she is the GM of the hormonal and high voltage division. She is.
gentlemen, she is the first lady of anarchy. She is the cougar. Good evening, cougs. Good evening, LA. Hell vacant. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I, I see the catnip is still uh, having its side effects there. Oh, just a little bit. It's coming back slowly, but, you know, that kind of happens when, you know, you fight for your life, and then the following week, the person that tried to kill you, you have to fight again. Yeah, these things do happen in the RAWF, though. (laughs) Anyway, moving on to high voltage. I want to do that one first because there's really nothing. There's really nothing to report there. I let them have the week off so that they could heal up a little bit. And I will be studying their last three matches this week. And we should have a competitor for um, Nightcrawler on next week's show. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Coos. And so let's take a look at – let's talk about the hormonal – hormone, the battle of the hormones then. How is that – How which – which males are looking to vie for Crazy Mama's hormonal title shot? We are in the quarterfinals, and we have Redneck Avenger. Hang on one second. Sorry. <clears throat> we have Redneck Avenger taking on Beast. We have the Crow. I'm sorry. The Joker, Mark Caliber, taking on Big Effin. We have Nightcrawler taking on Alex Caliber. And we have Magnificent Michael taking on Anton Bear. All right. I think, awesome. I think you're going to learn that guy's name vacant because he seems to be popping up a lot lately. Magnificent I mean, Michael. I mean, I I would hope he pops up a lot. He's magnificent after all. <laughs> well, you know, I I I can't testify to that, but <clears throat> that's what well, his name is going by his name. All right. I, I'm not judging. All right, Cougs, anything else to announce from those two divisions? Or we just, uh, we'll find out next week uh, the finishes. We will find out the finishes of at least uh, high voltage next week. It may be the week after for uh, Battle of the Hormones. All right. Thank you very much, Cougs. Stick around. We got to talk to you about your big match at Immortal. But first, we'll start off the evening with, I'm now turned to the man we just heard from a few minutes ago, the Paragon of Greatness, one of the three participants in the big main event at Immortal 7. Paragon, it will be you versus the Immortal Griffith versus Mithras the Title Machine. Triple threat, winner takes all for the World and Platinum Dragon Championship. Biggest match in RAWF history, would you not agree? I, you know, at least to this point, I can absolutely agree. I, I cannot think of a bigger match, a bigger set of three people to be in a match, bigger championships to be in this match. And, you know, I told you um, something last week. I told you about how, um, for myself, there have been uh, two different stories cooking here in RAWF over the last year, the one in the forefront that I'm sure that we'll um, be talking about a little bit later, and then one that has been slowly building behind the scenes. You know, last year... At Immortal, I held the World Heavyweight Championship. I lost it, and I kind of went on a downward spiral for a while. I finally kind of got things back on the rails, but, you know, it's it's been a long process of redemption. And, and finally, a perfect storm brews. Three men 
with unique yet ultimately similar paths, all in a mad dash for the ultimate showcase. I mean, winding paths over the course of an entire year crossing with impeccable timing as we close in on Immortal 7. A, a stagnant immortal awakened by it literally having the heart and soul ripped from him. A fallen hero on a path to redemption after a tumultuous year and failures and torture. And a machine renewed in his determination, resolved to make history in the grandest fashion possible. The protagonist of three separate stories clashing in a crossover for the ages. And on April 26th, I think that history might be an understatement when we say that's what's going to happen. I think that it might be more than history. It may be the moment in RAWF when it's all said and done that you look back and you say, this this was the biggest thing that has ever happened in Radical American Wrestling Federation. And indeed, I agree. And, I, you know, you and Griff, of course, a long storied history, no doubt about it. Uh, the immortal, the, you know, the immortal greatness. Uh, but this one has a special, has a, has a different feel to it. It has, it, it has a Super Bowl feel to it. It has a, uh, you know, any sports championship. This is the big one. And I think it is definitely the biggest match. So Paragon, when you're take, it's, it's hard enough to strategize when you're taking on one of these two legends, let alone both. What has been going through your mind ever since last week? Well, I, you know, there's going to be a lot of time for excitement and a lot of time to, to be thinking about the, the potential of maybe winning a match like this. How do I get over the two greatest superstars in RAWF? But I can't help after this last year of tumult and, you know, all of the effort that I've had to go through and all of the rebuilding I've had to do to get back to this point, to be back where I was one year ago and able to continue the story of Paragon of Greatness, I, I can't help but think on the, I, I wouldn't call it the pessimistic side, but on the realistic side of things was my first reaction. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not dumb. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a blind person going into this. I, I realize that there will be a um, section of our RAWF universe that looks at Paragon of Greatness as not only the weak link in this match, but perhaps perhaps undeserving of this position. You know, uh, I I did not earn a World Heavyweight Championship shot initially, and now I'm going into this match as the third man, one might say, and I think that the first and foremost thing that I had to do in order to prepare for this match is I have to put myself mentally in a position to believe that I belong in this match, that I should be in the main event of Immortal 7. And I think that the way to do that, I read the rankings earlier um, today and you saw myself standing at the top of these rankings. I'm at the peak of my game right now. I'm doing everything I can to show the RAWF universe, everybody that maybe doubted me and everybody who had, of course, stayed behind me for this past year, everybody who wants to see something special at Immortal, I needed to put all of them at ease and let everybody know that this match, this match 
my goodness, I, I mean, if I don't go into this match 100% confident, if I don't go into this match with the support of the RAWF universe that I have fed off of for so many years, and if I don't go into this match confident that I have proven that I deserve to be here, I might as well not go into this match. But you know, you know something I like? Right now I'm feeling pretty damn good. You know, it's going to be a hell of a night. And I think that you saw me, Mithras, the immortal Griffith, over the last however many years have time and time and time again proven that we can tear the house down with each other. We can tear the house down with other people. We can tear the house down if we're wrestling a mop. And you're putting the three biggest names in the company in one match saying we're putting the biggest spotlight we can possibly put on you, the main event of the biggest show of the year. What are you going to do? And I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go into that match, and I'm going to walk out world heavyweight champion and platinum dragon champion. That's how I'm feeling about that match. Wow. Bold words, bold words, but Paragon, we haven't heard those bold words from you in quite a long time. You do definitely sounding like the old Paragon, a reinvigorated Paragon. However, one of your opponents is here as well. He is the one and only. I am immortal. Immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the men's champion and the other challenger to Mithras' two title belts in that triple threat. He is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. <laughs> Good. Good evening. Well, Griff, you heard the words of the Paragon of Greatness. Your thoughts going on this ep- this match of epic proportions coming out of Immortal 7? <sighs> my, my thoughts. Um... I, I'm I'm really I'm very happy that he believes that he's gonna be walking out with his hand raised and two belts around his waist. I mean, you kind of have to link them together, but it would work that way, I guess. Um, but look, look, here's the problem, and he said it in his own words. He needs to believe that the people are behind him. He needs to believe that he has the support of others, and that that my friend is what we in reality, call a weakness. Because in this business, 
the only person you can rely on, the only person you can draw energy from, the only person that can inspire you to greatness is yourself. And that is why I am the most decorated champion in this company, because I know that, because I live that, because I embody that. Like the song says, I am the heart of a champion, and I don't need anyone else's opinions to prove that or to believe that. History shows that. The record books prove that. And at the end of Immortal, when I walk out with all the gold, there will be no more doubters. This tr- this is true. The winner of that match can, uh, I mean, essentially consider, consider themselves the best in REWF ever because, I mean, nobody would have done. Uh, this is the first time for this main event, first time it's been, the World Championship's been contended for in a triple threat match. It's the first time for all three of you. Uh, it's going to be, it, it, to say the least, it would be it. Would, it is almost a matter of pride, as it much as as much as it is for all of the gold. Would you not agree, Paragon? Oh, in a lot of ways, it absolutely is. This is a a moment that will live in infamy in this business. It's it's a moment that can never be taken away from the winner. It's it's one of those things that you can look back on your career and you can say, if I've done nothing else for the rest of my career after Immortal 7, if I walked out of that main event, both championships held high, I have the greatest career in RAWF. And that is something that you cannot put a price on. I totally agree. It should be... I am. I have goosebumps just thinking about it. It is definitely going to be one hell of a match between the three of you. Griff, if Mithras is here, what would you have to say to him? Tie those boots as tight as you can, because I intend to try and knock you straight out of them. Paragon, same question. You know, I would love to tell him something about how I'm going to take his championships, how he's preparing for a great fight, and and he sure should. But what I would tell him, what I think that I would say on the behalf of myself and everyone watching at home is thank you, Mithras, because without you, this match, this once-in-a-lifetime event could not have happened. Had you not decided to step forward and claim to want to make your mark on history win or loss and create a moment that may never be topped, we would not have the main event of Immortal 7 that we have right now. Mithras, the title machine, there will be one hell of a match coming your way at Immortal 7, but I need to tell you, you, sir, have already won by having the courage to put forward this kind of idea and this kind of match. You are a true legend and it will be an honor to face you when I get the opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be the biggest match in REW history, bar none. Triple threat match, three, the three greatest 
athletes, the great three greatest champions in RAWF history. Uh, and, and you can argue that all you want, but it is true. The numbers prove it true. Between the, between the three of them, uh, over a dozen world championships. And so it's, uh, it is what it is. Gentlemen, I wish you both good luck. And uh, maybe, we, maybe we'll hear from Mithras by the end of the show, uh, if we're lucky. Thank you. All right. So with that being said, Paragon, stick around. Still got something else to talk to you about. But let's bring on back Mr. R.A.W.F. Judgment. Judge, we got some talking. We got, we got some talking to do here, buddy. We do. Yeah. So last week you got to run this little renegade gauntlet, uh, and uh, you, you you know you won what one yeah, match? Yeah, and you know no, you know I'm a day. I have to say one thing. You know I'm, or, you know, you know I I I I have to congratulate you because you was the only one that beat me in the in the renegade gauntlet. I uh, I I I did what I said huh? I was going to do. I beat the gauntlet, and. You know, also one of the um, greatest wrestlers of REWF history. I, I, I'm uh, will, will we? And so, therefore, I, I, I won the gauntlet. You know, people got mistaken. No. Because, you know, the reason why, no. now, I'm, I'm, let me tell you why the reason why. Let me tell you why. The match with Mithras, the match with Mithras was a disqualification because this was supposed to have been a street fight. Mithras brought a second person down to rings down to the street to the alley which made which it a handicap no, match i had to focus on both people so i was no, able, no, to not be able to focus on that so therefore he was disqualified no now, as far as davila davila had her witch power that now that was the, that was you couldn't do that that no no, also no that's not hard, that's hard. so she lost her match and dez dez just dez you know dez just lost I can't his argue match with that one so there you go I, I beat the gauntlet. Congratulations to me. I did what I said I was going to do. Me and Money Sue are the only two wrestlers in history to have beaten the yeah. renegade rene- 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 um, gauntlet. Money Sue didn't the win either. I'll even say the name right for him, the renegade gauntlet. And Al Bacon, I, 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 because I did that, I'm going to buy everyone here tonight tacos from your from, from your truck because I – I want everything. There you go. Could you want me to stop pointing out that you're full of, you know, refried beans? No, we just refried beans, cheese on them. <laughs> Fine, whatever, Judge. You you want to believe that? That does not what the record book says, but you know, rev- yeah, delusional revisionist history. We we get it. But at Immortal Seven, a big match for you, and uh, it's it, a lot on the. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot on the line. It is you versus your boy Blaze McCoy in a Fubar City street fight, the third fall of a Fubar three out of three Fubar fire bit. A two out of three City street fight that the two of you had were unable to finish the third fall. So the, the third fall will happen at Immortal Seven. However, there was a tag team match a couple weeks ago on Superstars. Uh, it was Claymore and Mabel Hare taking on the Cougar and Anarchy's Beast. And each team representing you and Blaze, whoever's team won, uh, that person got to name the stipulations for the match, and Blaze's team of the Cougar and Anarchy's Beast won. So uh, 
you might want to be starting to get a little nervous there, Judge, because if you can't beat Blaze McCoy at Immortal 7, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. Amadeus, come on. It's Blaze McCoy. Who, 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 who can't beat Blaze McCoy? I mean, Blaze McCoy is, is Blaze McCoy, you know. And I, I you know, he, he is what he is. He's, he's, he's a good fighter. He's a good fighter. But he's not in my league. You know, and he got lucky on that one, the one street fight match because he used a tire iron. You know, he got lucky. Everybody gets lucky once in a while. I mean, look at the world champion. He got lucky. And so, therefore, everybody can get lucky every once in a while. So, Blaze, I'm giving you a chance right now, Blaze. Come out here. Back out of this match. Say you're not going to have it. We'll shake hands, and it's over with. Yo, 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 it's your boy, Blaze McCoy. So, let me take extra no six to Steel City Superman, because somebody's about to get Blaze. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, the Steel City Superman, Blaze McCoy, joining us now on After Hours. Blaze, how the hell are you? Hola, Blaze. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, yo, hola, vacant. Hola, hola. Holy frijoles. You talking about frijoles. You got me kind of judge's breath, too. What's up, L.A.? How you doing? (laughs) I'm doing great, Blaze. So... Your team won that match a couple weeks ago. You get to decide the stipulations, uh, if you will, for that Fubar City Street Fight, meaning you get to decide what happens if you win. If you win, I I have a feeling this is going to be good. I've been waiting for this all week. So hit us us with it, Blaze. What's going to happen? Well, I'm glad you said stipulations with the S at the end because – and Judge has already agreed to all this, so – Last week, I took a little extra time, and, well, I took my time and selected a team. Well, Judge just selected two really good fighters, but not really a good team. My team got the victory. Okay. Plain and simple. There's no denying that. Can you deny that my team won, Judge? No, I'm not going to say your team. Your team doing good. Yeah, your team doing good. Your team doing good. Gotcha, gotcha. So we're going to end this circus at Immortal, and I'm going to move on to something a little more important. So, I mean – but I've got unfinished business like with your judgment. And exactly, exactly. Maybe not as many, but we'll talk. We'll judge. Uh, uh. Anyway, anywho, here we go. Three things. You, adju- you agreed to three stipulations, judge. Like, a, like you're a genie or something, right? Well, uh, I get to start the match, of course, first of all. And it will be a Fubar City street fight. I already beat you in one. You barely won. I had you in a third one, and I had to break all your ribs. And... Well, that causes some problems, right, Judge? Yeah, it causes some problems. Yeah, yeah. So, so now I get three stipulations. The first one, uh, some of you know, I have a, an MAD laboratory, an asylum of sorts in upstate PA. And um, if Judge, I mean, when Judge loses this match, the first stipulation, well, he'll have weekly evaluations, mental evaluations 
assigned by a special therapist picked by yours truly to give weekly reports right here on After Hours for the next month till the next pay-per-view. That's one. The second one, LA, you're going to love this one. The second one, Lord Amadeus, you will get to pick Judgment's Attire for the entire month until the next pay-per-view. And we talked about this. You, you joked about it before. Hairdo, clothes, whatever you want to dress him up as, you'll get to dress up, Judge, any way you like. See, I'm spreading the wealth here. Oh, oh okay. Hold on a second while I go uh, go um, Google, Google, see what's on eBay for Tennessee volunteer attire. Perfect, oh. perfect. But it gets even better. It gets even better because there's payback that needs to be done. Revenge, justification for none other than kooks for what Judge tried to pull on her. So Cougar gets the third stipulation, and I'm going to leave that one up to her. Oh, Cougs gets to have a stipulation. Oh, no. So, yes, all three will revolve around until the next pay-per-view, but Cougar will get to pick her own revenge once I defeat Judge. But but, but wait a minute. I don't don't want to be like this. I want to make it more interesting. So I'm a fair guy. I'm a good sport. So if I lose, I'm going to put something up as well. I don't have to, but I'm doing this just to make it even more important, more fun. So I heard Judge joke about this. It was ridiculous. It'll never happen. It would never work. But if for some weird-ass reason I lose, I will tag team with Judgment here in WF. I'll be your tag team partner, Judge, right here. But, 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 huh? What? (laughs) But I don't have to worry about that. That's not going to happen. LA, you just worry about what outfit you're going to pick and what kind of hair. You can even consult with vacant, maybe, you know, get, get something real crazy for him. And I can't wait to hear what Cougar has on the line. Plus, now we get to hear mental evaluations of Judge for, for the next couple of weeks right here on the oh, show. So I'm looking forward that to that. That ought to be too. good. That ought to be good. Cougs, did you, are you throwing, you're throwing in on this too? What, what do you have in store for Judge uh, if Blaze wins? I haven't quite finished deciding yet. Oh, good Lord. That's what I love about it. Let him wait. Let him wait longer. I dig it. <sighs> All righty. Well, Judge, I, I, I'm interested to hear what he has to say about this, L.A. I, 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 I just sitting here thinking to myself, self, those are some good stipulations he came with, Whew. but, uh, <clears throat> You don't have to worry. Don't have to worry because I'm not gonna lose. No, Blaze, you're going. You, your third round is gonna get. You, you're gonna end up being a speed bump out in the parking lot in the back alley. So just just plan on that. Okay. Yes. I'll be sure to bring my hoverboard then. Get me on you. All right. Ooh. Wow. That's cheap for a Gwen Stefani costume. I might have to get that. Oh, sorry. What? what? Sorry, name. I'm just a. Well, Judge, good luck to you against Bla- your boy Blaze McCoy. Blaze, good luck to you against Judgment at Immortal Seven, the biggest pay per view in RAW of history. Just glad to be a part of it. He will be. Yeah, you're going to be part of it. And you know, you know, I'm a dance. I'm. 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 I want to say one thing out there to 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 my fans. Um, I know a lot of you out there in the chat talking, and so, um, you know, Davila, you know, especially. Uh, if you want to call in and we'll go at it on radio, then you're welcome to call in, but I don't think you will. 
at it. Who moving right along? Good luck to you, Blaze. <laughs> uh, good luck to you, Judge at Immortal Seven. These two will go at it, and there's a lot on the line, as you can hear. Ah, and uh, stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. This, we're gonna take a quick song break. When we return, we have more folks to talk to. This is RAWF After Hours. On the Back to Basics Radio Network, we're going to play you the theme song for Immortal 7. Yo, yo, it's your boy Blaze McCoy, the Steel City Superman, the lunatic hick from the sticks, and well, 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 what do we have here? Well, you're tuned into Blaze Radio, that's B-L-A-I-S-E-D, mixing old school and new school in pro wrestling and gaming. It's AI controlled with furious, unadulterated commentary, kids. It's live, interactive, imaginary internet wrestling for your entertainment. It's all original characters, most of whom are in the chat in character. 
sit back, relax, and let the AI take you for a ride with the gladiators of the combat kingdom on Leaning Towards Death Wrestling right here on the Blaze Radio Network as part of the Digital Wrestling Syndicate here on YouTube. Oh, but prepare yourself for some wit, wordplay, and wisecracks, idioms, idiots, and innuendo, add a side of sarcasm, and this is LTD, I'm the Blaze, and he's the radio, Radio Rex Rapulski. So keep it real and get reeled in, hook, line, and sinker. Stay tuned, somebody's about to get blazed. We are back. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I'm Mort Amadeus. This is L. Vacant. And L. Vacant, uh, I, I saw you get quite giddy when I announced uh, the, the Tough One Sheik's uh, gauntlet match, where if he doesn't uh, win all three matches, he has to become the R.A.W.F. janitor for a full month. Uh, that, that, that's pretty funny. And I know one guy who's chomping at the bit. Uh, to get at the tough one, Sheik at an immortal. He is the one and only. taking on the Teflon Sheik in the special gauntlet match. If he doesn't win all three matches, if he, if he only wins two, if he only wins one, if he wins none, uh, it doesn't matter. He will be the R.A.W.F. janitor. So, Luigi, I don't ask much of you, I don't think. I think I, 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 I'm, I'm pleading to you. You, you, I, you. you have to win this match at, at Immortal. You have to. Because... We need a good janitor in R.A.W.F., don't you think? Yeah, our last one was super lazy. <laughs> yeah, but I'll agree with you, L.A. Uh, yeah, um, even if I'm the only one who beats him and the other two lose, they still would be have to be the janitor, so so don't worry well, no, 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 Luigi, 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 I don't want, this is not the <laughs> Luigi I want to see at Immortal 7, the, the good-natured laughing, finding, no, 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 this is the Luigi I want to see at Immortal 7, this right here. Well, I'm just saying, I'm, I want Teflon Chi at Immortal, I'm going to kick his ass, uh, people didn't like the words I've used, so I'm going to say them again, Teflon, I'm going to beat your ass at Immortal. Like a redheaded stepchild. I'm gonna fucking put you up for vagina. I'm gonna beat your ass again once you're birth again. I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm gonna fucking jump my fireball whoa, up your whoa. ass. Damn. And fucking beat your ass so much that you won't be ever. <coughs> no, you're gonna bow down to me like the dog you are. I'm gonna kick your ass some more. I'm gonna kick your ass some more and beat your ass. Some more until you can't get 
That's the Luigi I want at Immortal 7. Do you understand me? <laughs> and yet, I'm going to be the one to make him fucking R.A.W.S. fucking little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to hear. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, don't worry. That Luigi will come out, and he will be the one to make fucking Teflon sweep, sweep this whole arena. Or maybe somewhere else. Doesn't matter. Teflon's going to be R.A.W.S. little bitch after Immortal. There you go. That's what I want to hear, Luigi. That's what I want to hear. That's the Luigi I want to see at Immortal 7. Uh, good luck to you. Good luck to Papa Shaker and Turnip as well. Uh, and, and yeah, all 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 really has to do only the only thing one of you has to win. But personally, I think it would be absolutely hilarious if he lost all three. And I and Luigi, I know you can beat him. You've already done it once. You can do it again on the biggest stage of them all. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you, and I'll do my best. But uh, let's just be real. I'll be kicking that his ass, and he'll be losing, and you know, he'll be sweeping. And then when he does lose, no, he won't just be sweeping. You know, Luigi, there's a few toilets he may you may he may have to clean after you're done fixing them, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, Luigi Mario, ladies and gentlemen, set to uh, set to take on the Teflon Sheik as one of the three opponents. In the gauntlet, if Sheik doesn't win all three matches, he gets to be the janitor in R.A.W.F. for a month. <sighs> okay, moving right along, ladies and gentlemen. Next up, we turn back to our R.A.W.F. estrogen champion at the Cougar Cougs. Good evening again. Good evening again. So we know that you're the winner of the biatch of the month with vagina muscles. Now vagina is getting her, uh, getting the shot at the estrogen title at Immortal, your estrogen title. Uh, she already is multimedia champion. She could possibly, theoretically, walk out of Immortal with three titles uh, if she, you know, if she can win the the, the, the multi, if she can retain the multimedia, beat you for the estrogen. And uh, be, beach the Teflon Sheik for the Powerball Championship. So, uh, what is your strategy against against the the scourge of the Black Pearl? You ask me every time what my strategy is. Like I'm stupid enough to broadcast how I'm going to beat somebody. Well, you know, that, you that, don't hold a title as long as I have. You don't become a history maker like several of us by broadcasting how you're going to do it. Well, you know, it doesn't always help if they hear they see the game plan. You can have the playbook. You can have the playbook all you want. doesn't mean you have the personnel to stop the plays. Just say it. But edit you. I <laughs> I, I'm not commenting on that. Uh, I am not impressed with who won. I wanted Kitty oh. to win. Um, I have very strong feelings that at this time I'm biting my tongue 
to try not and spit out there because I like my money too much to uh, be fined for inappropriate and unprofessional behavior. Okay. Well, so I take it there's 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 some 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 uh, tension there between you and Vagina. All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, Coogs. But so that being said, we're talking about the biggest pay per view in REWF history. We're talking about the estrogen title. You being the greatest estrogen champion, and defend. I'm sure defending it successfully at Immortal Seven is extremely important to you. Yes, it is. I intend to walk out with my title. I will not let it get tarnished. By letting somebody else walk out of it, out of immortal with it. All right. Wow. I must say that uh, it does sound it does sound like you are prepared to go to war at Immortal Seven. I can tell from the, the fact that the kitty lip, the, not the kitty lip, whatever it is, the thing that Judge poisons you with is starting to go away once you talk about it. So, catnip. There you go. There you uh, go. All right, Cougs. We'll talk to you more about this next week, but it will be the Cougar taking on vagina muscles for the estrogen title at Immortal 7. Ooh. With that being said, let's bring on our national champion. And she also def- she has a big title defense at Immortal 7. She is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, Lady Vex. Good evening, Vex. Good evening, LA. How's it going? It's going. I'm getting excited. <laughs> I'm getting pumped. We are just two weeks away from the biggest pay-per-view at REWF history. You defending the national title against Nightcrawler. Uh, and, you know, I, it, I again, we've discussed this is not maybe not the place you'd hope to be, but it's where we are. So is there any motivation for you going into Mortal 7 at all, just other than defending the national title? Um, motivation. The next day, the next event, the next match, they're all motivation. Um, if I'm not holding multiple titles, I better hold mine and hold it well. Um. Who knows? I might be able to pull off some kind of weird streak for national title. I have held it a couple of times, so 
Yeah, I haven't had any specific plans, but we'll see what comes of everything after Immortal. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, your thoughts on Nightcrawler himself? He's been he's proven he's been on the rise. He's been he's basically he's made a hell of a run here over the last couple months, winning the White Lightning Championship, uh, and he's certainly been proven to be a force. <clears throat> Uh, any have you been watching Nightcrawler and seeing how uh, seeing what he's done to improve himself? I'm always watching. Um, one of those things that you have to do when you're aware of your status in a place is watch and wait, and take care of business when it arises. Don't let the Hiccups stop you. I don't know. Um, Nightcrawler seems to have a bit of a um, hair color crisis, so maybe he's just going to be too busy over in his ring brush, over in his corner brushing his hair, or too busy defending his other title. Because White Lightning is an endurance uh, task. You you don't come out of that match rip raw and ready to go. You come out of there looking for the medics and ready to have a rest. Um, I could hit him fast. I could hit him slow. Um, yeah. I mean, I know all of Anarchy is going to be outside at his corner, and that's fine. Um, I've said time and time again, I'm not pers- a person for a faction. I'm not a person for leaning on a group of people to talk for me. Very few people are allowed to talk for me. And none of them are in RAWF. All right. So, Coogs, let's talk... I want to touch on you with about Nightcrawler. What's been his mindset going in this match with Vex? Uh, does he seem determined? Does he know what he's in for? Have you given him any advice? I have not given him advice other than to watch videotapes and matches and that kind of thing. I do know that his primary goal is to hang on to the white lightning. He said trying to capture the national is icing on his cake. It's more important for him to have the cake before he can get the icing on it. So he is more worried about white lightning than he is national. Hmm. Oh, that that has to sound good to you, Vex, that he's more worried about uh, who he's going to have to defend the White Lightning Championship against than going up against you. Does that give what – what does that say to you? It doesn't make me unhappy, but then again, it, it's, it's Cougar. She could just be telling me that to catch me off guard. <laughs> um. And I, I really don't blame him. The person he's facing for to hold his white lightning title is no slouch. You have to be absolutely aware of the person that's coming at you. And I am aware of Nightcrawler. Like I said before, I haven't faced him in very many matches, but I do know of him. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really have any special. No, no special um, feelings about it right now because it is 
it is one of those things that is coming and there are other things that I have to handle first before we get to immortal. All right. Well, Vex, it sounds like it sounds like you got a lot on your plate. Sounds like you're going to be prepared. Um, anything you'd like to say to Nightcrawler? I'm sure he's listening somewhere. Focus where you need to focus because you never know what's coming next, ever. All right, Lady Vex to defend the national title at Immortal 7 against Nightcrawler. Okay, folks, sometime tomorrow I'm told that the Immortal 7 preview scene will be up. Uh, of course, that will be hosted by Sasha Camaro, our REWF GM extraordinaire. She will be hosting that scene sometime tomorrow, uh, previewing all the matches. And you can go into that scene to create your own matches for Immortal if you don't already have one. Uh, preferably if you don't already have one. I know sometimes people like to have four or five matches on a pay-per-view, but uh, let's try not to go too crazy. But anywho. Look for that tomorrow sometime in the afternoon or evening, she, she's telling me. All right. So with that being said, I turn back to the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, uh, we talked about the big match, but now we got to talk about the other big match that you have at Immortal 7. And it's kind of a, a hopefully an end to an ongoing situation you've had with the Crow slash Joker Mark Caliber. It is a Pandora's box of fun match. Uh, this has been an ongoing situation for quite a while now between you and Mark Caliber, ever since he kind of lost his mind against in a match against John Taylor, uh, taking on this persona. Uh, we've tried several things to try to bring him back, and it seems like he, last week here on the show, he did reach out to you as the crow but it is, was quite obvious the Joker still had a good hold on him. What is what is the goal for you in the Pandora's Box of Fun match? Is it to bring back the Crow, or is it just to end Mark Caliber as a whole so that you don't have to deal with the Joker anymore? Uh, it's not it's not even necessarily to bring back the Crow so much as to bring back my friend because I've seen a man that I've known for over a decade and have worked with in this business for just as long. And somebody who I consider a personal friend of mine has lost his mind. And, you know, I told you earlier um, about how there were two tales going on for Paragon of Greatness. This one, this one is a personal one. You know, it's a, it's a tale of loyalty and betrayal. Uh, You know, a sane man losing his mind and a madman trying to hold it together. It's it's two friends with a storied history taking a deep dive into past secrets and the inner workings of the minds of each other, leading to a confrontation that I tried. I tried to avoid, but I finally found out it was unavoidable. It's a battle for the soul of the crow and the mind of the old god. It's a situation where this man, he has his memories of things that he's seen in the past, but he just isn't himself. He he knows what he once saw in me, and 
he's lost his mind and he's trying to do the same to me. And I can't take it. I cannot take this personally. I cannot take the fact that he's trying to turn me against RAWF, turn me against all of the fans. Every single week I come out here and I tell you how important they are to me. I can take it personally because I know that who I am seeing every week maniacally laughing in my face and telling me that he's going to bring the monster out. That is not Mark Caliber. That is not my friend. I don't know who the hell the Joker is, but I know that come immortal, I'm going to bring my friend back. Well, I believe Marcus, I'm not sure if it's the crow or the Joker, but let's see if he has what his thoughts are. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark, are you here? Mark. Mark. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry, my seems my microphone is running out of batteries. Gonna have to go to go rob a gas station to, to actually get some stuff here. <laughs> what is it with this? This cheap props here. Joker. Joker. Let's just settle down with the, forget about the microphone for a moment. You heard the words of the Paragon of Greatness, what he wants to do at Immortal Seven, the Pandora's box of fun match. Let's hear your side of the story. Well, he can try to bring his old friend back. It's not gonna do him any good though. There's one thing that I really want to do besides bring out the monster out of this soft marshmallow here. Once I'm done with Paragon, I'm going to put the crow out of his misery. (laughs) Hmm. And that's just the thing, L.A., This isn't just a battle between two friends. This isn't just a battle for my sanity, his sanity, his soul. This is this is a struggle, and I said this last week, and it's true. Mark Caliber is my friend, and he is an unwell man. And, you know, people have been just watching him slowly deteriorate over the last couple of months, and finally I realized I have to step in. I have to do something. I, I have to save the crow. And, you know, you could talk about your cheap props and how you might have to 
replaced some things over there, Joker, but I'll tell you right now, there's no cheap props in that Pandora's Box of Fun match. When we open up those caskets, it's going to be all kinds of wonderful toys, all kinds of ways that I'm going to be able to personally take the Joker and once and for all put a nail in that coffin and get rid of the clown to bring back the crow. <laughs> cheap props? Oh, Perry, who said anything about cheap props? <laughs> I'm expecting the same thing, whatever comes out of those caskets. It could be anything. It could be one of those Lego pieces with thumbtacks glued to them that I tried to put on these before. It could be just thumbtacks by themselves. Maybe enough that I can place in that little soft noggin of yours. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I, I am looking forward to this match so much, but for just a moment, I'm going to put aside the shenanigans. I'm going to put aside all of the laughter and all of the sanity, and I'm going to try to talk directly to you, Joker. Because it's a shame. It is an absolute shame that I do not get to share this ring at Immortal with my friend, the Crow, Mark Caliber, because this is arguably, hell, I don't even know if it's arguably, this is the highest profile match, the most visible match to the wrestling world abroad that Mark Caliber has been a part of. Immortal 7, the biggest show in the biggest company against one of the biggest stars. And I don't get to share this moment with my friend because the Joker has taken over his mind. So you talk about immortal moments. You talk about how memories and history is made at this event. What I'm telling you, Lord Amadeus, everybody listening, all of our fans around the world, and Joker especially, Mark Caliber, the Crow, will have his immortal moment where the world will see him triumphantly return. <laughs> oh, Paragon, you are so delusional. The crow will not live to see the day where he will have his moments. You know what? How about I take whatever's left of the crow and bury him in the casket with you? <laughs> Besides, ever since what's been happening in the last couple of weeks. The amount of torture that I had to endure in that asylum. I cannot wait to have him rechained. And maybe I'll chain him to you as well. The Paragon of Greatness takes on the Joker Mark Caliber for the soul of Mark Caliber in the Pandora's Box of Fun match uh, at Immortal 7. Good luck to you, Paragon. I really mean that. Thank you. Ah, Mark, I think you're in for a fight that you can't win, but we will find out. All right, next up, ladies and gentlemen, introducing Terror Inc. Zone. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Terry Son Mavo here now joining us. Good evening, Mave. What have I told you about saying that? I I I have to I I, I, I don't like really. that. Uh, look, I look, I I'm I can't I can't I have to. I I I, I don't want another lawsuit. I don't want a lawsuit on my hand, so just Maeve. But Wait, what can't be in another you know no, I don't I don't want to know. No, I don't don't <sighs> let's not talk about that. Uh however, uh word on the grapevine is you overheard an interesting phone call uh between your tag team partner Luke the power player, K Luke K's the power player and the Teflon Sheik. Uh wanna tell us about that? I guess I did. I mean I can tell you what I heard now. Whether or not I believe it is still something I'm trying to puzzle through myself. Um, but it seems that Luke, Luke Laddiebuck might have been telling me the truth when he says that he had nothing to do with the uh, additional stipulation in that match contract I signed. <sighs> still not sure how I feel about it, but... Well, I, mean, I think you should kick him in the corners. Hmm. Is that what you think, lad? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... I mean, and then you should turn to the other one and kick him too, because just for good measure. It does appear that it may that Luke was unaware uh, of the stipulation put in that contract, and he had no no idea that you would have to join Terror, Inc. if you won that match. Uh whether that's true or not, I, I, you know, we can't we can't say for sure. But it certainly did not seem like he was pleased uh, with the sheik after their phone conversation. But you know, maybe maybe I mean, talking that makes that makes two of us. But I mean, I I am nothing if not honest, and I have to say that being in Shevlikov Race is not. One hundred percent, the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. I'm struggling to figure out what that worst thing is, but I don't, I don't quite think it's this. Um, but on the bright side, um, which I noticed, boss man, that uh, you didn't have a report from Unstoppable tonight. Uh, Unstoppable has not. Yeah, Unstoppable has not uh, contact did not contact me tonight, so I uh, stopped. I skipped over that part. Uh, I will. Well, I'm the sure. The interesting thing about your tag division right now is that you've got two undefeated teams. Uh, you know who those might be? Okay. Um, but I did say that again. I'm sorry. I, I said that you've got two undefeated teams in your tag division right now, and uh, they both belong to Chevrolet Price. Oh, really? I. Mhm. Oh well, good, good. I'm glad to hear you. You're doing well. That that, that the Bronx Irish connection is still in contention. As I said, don't have a. Don't have a tag report. Have not heard from Unstoppable. So I'm wondering. I'm 
I've been trying to get a hold of him, but it's not been. I'll let you know. Uh, hopefully next week we'll have a tag report. Well, you you know that I have a deep admiration for Unstoppable, but I was wondering if you might pass along a word, just a, a suggestion, a request, a, a plea, if you would. Um, uh, I know that we've got the last round of the matches coming out, and Luke and I were thinking it might be awful interesting if uh, Swords and Scimitars met up against the Bronx Irish Connection. Just a thought. Notion I, had. I will pass the message on to Unstoppable, but no promises. You know him; he runs a tight ship, I, and he may already he may already have plans. If you know, I mean, so, knowing Unstoppable, we could have the next three months of tags planned out, and I wouldn't argue it because who, who's going to be fool enough to argue with Unstoppable? Exactly. You don't argue with. I don't. I can't even argue with Unstoppable. Trust me. I've tried. It doesn't work. But it is you. It's almost like you'd be arguing with a robot. It's exactly like I'm arguing with a robot. A highly logical robot. And you know, logic it's, is it's just funny. LA, listening to you talk like talk to Unstoppable. It's like listening to an old married couple. Thanks, Maeve. Thanks a lot. <laughs> You're welcome, boss man. Uh, El Vacant. See? You know what tomorrow is, lad? Uh, see. Easter. Me- means Lent's over. Uh, see. Remember what I gave up for Lent? Oh, see. I'll see you next week, El Vacant. <laughs> My day just got better. Ladies and gentlemen, Maeve O'Hare, and uh, yeah, thanks. thanks. Mm. All of the people to give me a freaking migraine. I didn't think it'd be her. Right. I think it was her anyway. turn on the on the wheel of uh, wheel of migraine. Oh, is, is that it? Who's? Who, I want to know who's next week is, so I don't bring them on. Anyway, I I can neither confirm nor deny that I am aware of who's on the wheel. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, next up is R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer and member of the Renegades. He is the one and only. The Redneck Avenger is here. Good evening, R.A. Oh, hell, good evening, L.A. How are you doing, brother? Uh, it's not, actually, it's not about how I'm doing, R.A. I'm kind of been concerned about you. 
your buddy Hank there gave me a call the other day. Let, let me know you had a little bit of a uh, an episode. If you did, you were pulling, helping a guy, pulling him out, pulling a guy's truck out of out of a uh, mud pit or whatever it was back there and on back there and uh, wherever you're wherever you're at. And uh, you said you kind of blanked. He said you, he said you kind of blanked out there for Artie for a while. You, you didn't know what the hell was going on. He thought maybe you got too many exhaust fumes in you uh, from helping the guy out. But uh, he said you, he said you eventually recovered, but you didn't want to talk about it too much afterward. Uh, do I need, uh, do I, do I need to have a doctor look at you? Are you are, you've been doing okay? Anything, anything I don't know about? Man, uh, I wish I could say it was okay, but, uh, I mean, hell, I've been dropping matches to folks that shouldn't be able to carry my daggone gym bag. Um, I, I did have another blink and the thing that scared me is that, um, things were a little different after I got back then from kind of when I left, you know. You heard of taking a trip without leaving a farm, you know, I, I but I didn't leave the mud pit really, but uh it was very, very strange. And uh I'm just questioning how real it is. But the scars are there. I really don't know what to say. It's just surreal. Um did kinda, you know, I kinda Recorded it and put it down there for folks to look at, you know. And I put it in the put it in the chat, you know, so they can kind of keep up with it. But it was so real. Um, I don't know if I could really call it a dream, but uh, if it was a dream, it was the most vivid dream I've ever had in my life. Um, you haven't lived until you <laughs> until you've been hit with mustard gas. But uh, it's uh, something crazy, and I don't understand why it's happening. I mean, R.A., are, are you an, you're, you're a veteran of the, of the military, correct? Yes. Or are, and which branch of that is that, if I may ask? Because I'm not I, – I know I've, you've told me before, but, you know, blonde. It's okay. It's, no, it's quite all right. It's army. Um, I'm an Army veteran, and uh, but I'm an Army veteran of the Iraq War. I mean, I don't understand where this is all coming from. Um, so far, I've been to Cuba, <laughs> and this, you know, you take talk about taking a trip, never leave the farm. You know, this is some serious COVID nineteen entertainment. You know, while you're in quarantine, <clears throat> but. Uh, I've been to Cuba and now I've been to France. That was after, you, after San Antonio. Have you been tested or evaluated for PTSD? I mean, you've been, it sounds like you've been in some nasty places. Uh, the PTSD parts of that stuff I've not been tested for because I've just been back. <laughs> it's kind of hard to get tested for, you know, be diagnosed for something that you just experienced, like right fresh off the bat. But uh, this was something that I don't know. It was so real 
but then again, you know, I, my eyes open. I was back in my truck. Uh, you know, that's why I let other people drive my truck whenever I go out and go do things for fun, like going mudding and shit. But uh, mm-hmm. that uh, was. Can I, can I ask a question? You, you didn't get a small, round, uh, spineless cactus, did you? Because that's big for Mm-hmm. Now, where I was, a cactus would not have survived it. Um, there wasn't a cactus there. I didn't have a cactus before. I mean, like you saw me, I was in Indiana. We were we were at the campus of Notre Dame. You know, I just went out to go see some of my some Funny of my enough, people. Funny enough, lots of peyote on campuses. Just saying. Those things to the brain is on thing. It's with the rednecks. Rednecks are mostly <laughs> alcohol, not so much peyote. But no, that's fair. You know. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, all right. We're going to keep an eye on you. If, if you need medical attention, you make sure you see the, the, the staff here at RAWF, all right? This, this keeps happening. Uh, I'm going to get even more concerned. I don't want to see my fellow renegade, uh, you know, ha- having these issues and it being starting to get serious. So please, uh, if you have a, have any further issues, let us all know, okay? Let me know. You most certainly will, but, you know, one thing it is teaching me is that, uh, you know, no matter where I am in time, I am who I am. And, uh, I made it through it, so we'll see how it all plays out, but uh, I don't understand why these things are happening, but they have been, And uh, but yeah, I'll keep you updated, and if I, if I need to go to the head shrinkifiers, I might have to do that, you know, I don't know if that doctor is uh, working on the, you know, the crow is equipped to handle this type of thing, because, I mean, it's not... It's not just so much about where I thought I was. I could not have been more there if, you know, if I had the literal scars showing on my body. I don't know what to say. Well, all right. Keep we'll keep tabs on you and we'll see how it goes. But uh, you know, take it easy. Try not to you know keep up the social distancing and whatnot, and uh, keep us keep us posted on that. All right. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll keep you posted on exactly what's going on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Redneck Avenger, kind of con- concerned about him, but uh, I'm sure he'll be all right. I'm sure it's nothing serious. We'll get to the bottom of it some way, somehow. Uh, R.A., I'll let you know here in a, in that probably next week who your opponent at Immortal 7 is. Uh, we'll find right. somebody good for you. Okay. Maybe somebody with a belt. You know, if I hang on to my ranking, then I get kind of, you know, every once in a while, I like to dabble in a belt. So we'll figure uh, it I, kn- I know you do. I, I know you do. We'll figure, yeah, we'll figure something out. There's a lot of big. There's a lot of other contenders, or a lot of people we could put match you up against. It'll be a good match, a good scrum for you on the biggest pay per view of the year. All right, 
That is Redneck Avenger, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, so it's about time we get to the promotional part of our show. And it, oh no. <laughs> Immortal Seven, what match you've been? So exactly. So what have you have you have you uh, had any success finding the maestro? Oh, I found them. You know, matches that he's lost work wonders. Okay. Wait a minute, you found it. <laughs> okay. No vacant. No Look at me. Look at me right now. Do you see? Do you see glowing green eyes? No. Oh, it, I it didn't. Might... Just because I have found him doesn't mean that I have fully convinced him to agree. Finding and convincing is two different things, Ellie. Okay, so you played <laughs> replays of his matches. In the sewers of Atlanta to try to wake it to wake him up, and you say you Atlanta, actually... Chicago, all of the above. Chicago, I didn't know oh, he yeah. frequented Chicago. I just knew about Atlanta. Oh, you'd be surprised, LA. I've been tracking movements for quite really? a while, unbeknownst to everybody. Uh, <laughs> what are you? I think I need a straight. I think I need a straight jacket. I think I think you're nuts. I don't. I, I in fact I think I don't think there's any way. L.A. In L.A. No, L.A. No way. I'm not nuts. I'm psychotic. Okay. But fine. you know what? That's what makes me me. I am a. I, I'm a twisted psychotic lollipop, triple dipped. Look, look. You know, Paige. I love you to death. I really do. I, I, no, no matter, no, even though you give me migraines, and even though you're, you're you know, you 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 get under my skin, I, I love oh, you. I can give you another one. I've known you a long time. I know there is no <laughs> way in hell that you have found the maestro. No way <laughs> you are 